You are listening to episode 37 of Exit the Drinking Life podcast. In today's episode, we're going to be diving deep into awareness, how it can help you change what you drink, and what to actually bring your awareness to. Welcome to Exit the Drinking Life and Beyond. I'm your host, Debbie Talbert. I'm a mom to four extraordinary adult children, grandma to five vivacious little ones, and a certified life coach. I'm here to teach you how to change what you're drinking without shame, blame, and judgment. It's time to stop judging, blaming, and shaming yourself for your choices so that you can create a life beyond your wildest dreams. Ready? Let's get started. Hey, my friends, welcome back to the podcast. And for those of you just joining us and new to the podcast, this, I know I said this on the last one, but this one is too, is an awesome episode for you to get started with. Because on this one, I'm going to be diving into and talking about awareness. And this idea for these next few episodes that I'm going to be doing ha- come came to me because of this process I'm rattling around in my head. I'm putting together this um, future book and this future program, the ABCs of Exiting the Drinking Life. And um, so those that are inside the Exit and Beyond Life Coaching Membership Program are getting access to the pieces already. But what I decided to do was also to bring part of this into the podcast because it's just so prevalent in my mind, this ABCs of Exiting the Drinking Life and how our words really impact our life and our thoughts are simply the groups of words that we put together. And then our beliefs, they're coming from those thoughts that came from those groups of words that we put together over and we have these thoughts over and over again, and then they form this solid belief for us, right? And so I started, decided to start with awareness. And there's really a bunch of different A's that can go along with this ABCs of exiting the drinking life. So this is going to be kind of an ongoing flow in and out of what we're doing as the words come to me and the ideas come and the episodes are going to start showing up. And I'm also going to be moving into um, doing video. So there is now a very basic, small, started in the beginning, baby step shell stage. There's also a YouTube channel now with Exit the Drinking Life. And so I'm going to start doing in November more Facebook lives and lives on the YouTube And then I'm going to be bringing those also into the episodes in the podcast. I'll put the audio part in there for those of you that really just want the audio part. For those of you that like visual, then that's where you can find some of the episodes too, because I'm also going to be bringing in for you guys as 2020 progresses and 2021 continues on, I'm going to be bringing in more interviews. And in a couple of episodes, the interview is going to be coming up that I did with Tyson, my time management coach, which is will be an awesome episode for you guys to listen to as we start to get into December and our brains start to go into that. All right, what am I going to do and plan and have a goal for 2021, right? And really, I want to invite you to start thinking about that now, actually. And instead of waiting till 2021, go ahead and start thinking about and bringing awareness into 
some of the things in your life that you would like to give attention to, focus to, and the habit you would like to change. And my hunch is, because you're here, one of those habits is changing what you drink from alcohol to something else, and to drinking less alcohol and having less alcohol into your life. And so that's what we're going to dive into the awareness part here. And so for the awareness, first of all, let me get the um, definition that I found over on the Google here. So awareness is knowledge or perception of a situation or a fact. And so as I teach you guys here on the podcast, that it's really what you're believing about alcohol and what you believe alcohol is solving for you or maybe even helping you avoid in your life or even how you believe that it's helping with stress, anxiety, overwhelm, or it helps you be more social when we're able to get out and socially connect more. If you have like a social anxiety, you believe that this is helping you with that. And so uh, the awareness to help you change what it is you drink, what I want you to bring awareness to is a couple of things. It's really your thoughts. And it's your thoughts around what are you thinking about alcohol, right? And so we have thousands and thousands, hundreds of thousands of thoughts that go on in our brains all day long. It's like this ticker tape if, uh, um, in Times Square, you know, where you can see the tipper, ticker tape of the, um, the stock market going. Well, that's really what it's doing inside your brain. And so today I want to introduce you to the model, which I think I've done it in a couple of other other episodes, but I want to really bring this in so you can start having action steps and processes that you can start to take. And so knowing that right now our focus is going to be on awareness, the awareness that we want to bring attention to right now is some of our thoughts. And remember that our thoughts are words that we put together And then those words we put together and make thoughts, those form our beliefs. And as humans, we actually really only do what it is that we believe, not what it is we say. So the model that I'm going to go into with you guys on this episode is really going to help you uncover the truth about that statement of we only do what we believe, not what we say. Because our thought comes from when something happens, a situation happens, and then we have a thought about it, right? And then from that thought, a feeling is formed, and the feelings are simply energy in our body. So it's really just energy that's flowing through our body, and that's forming a vibration, so to speak, in our body, and that's where our feelings come from. And then from our feelings is actually how and where we act, react, or don't act, right? And then that space, those actions, reactions, or non-action is what's really bringing the results into our life, right? And so by bringing awareness to what am I actually thinking about alcohol, what do I actually believe alcohol is doing for me? What do I actually believe about what it's doing in my life? Like actually allowing yourself with, now this is where we use the I for ignite curiosity, right? So allowing yourself from the space of curiosity to literally become aware 
of how is this thought I'm thinking really affecting my feelings and my actions, right? So what am I actually thinking? And when I think that, how do I feel? And when I feel like that, how do I behave? Like, how do I act? What do I do? What don't I do? Do I procrastinate? Do I avoid things? Do I yell at my husband? Do I yell at my kids? Do I get mad at myself? I judge myself inside, beat myself up. And then what's really showing up and bringing in awareness into what's really showing up into our lives. First thing that I teach my clients when I'm introducing them to this concept is the difference between a circumstance and a thought. And understanding this and allowing yourself to wrap your head around this is is critical. Because a lot of times, and most of the times in our life, we think our problems are our circumstances and we want to try to change those. And the reality is... It's not our circumstances that are causing our problems. It is our thinking about the circumstance that is causing us the problem. Okay? And so this isn't about pie in the sky, positive thinking. This concept is about using accurate thinking so we can see, notice, feel, and process how Our thinking truly is affecting our life and learning to change the thought if we want to. If we want a different result, then we're going to need to change from a thinking place and a thought place before we can change from an acting place, right? So first, we need to bring in awareness to what our thoughts are plus how those feelings are you know, making us feel, how those thoughts are actually making us feel, and then the behaviors that are creating the results that are showing up in our life. And so we go about changing our thinking so that we can behave and feel differently, which is where understanding and separating out if it is a thought or a circumstance is key to to allowing yourself to totally take advantage of this really awesome tool. So to help with this, I'm actually going to give you a couple of examples of helping understanding and figuring out how to separate out circumstances from our thoughts, okay? And so one of them is going to be a really pretty easy example to understand, and then I'm going to show you one that's a little more something that might be a little more difficult to understand, but this is the key to allowing yourself to utilize this tool of Oh, something happened. A circumstance happened. How do I feel? Actually, I got that wrong already myself. How do I think, right? What am I thinking? How is that thought making me feel? And when I feel like that, how do I behave? And then what do all of those actions bring about? And what is that result that's showing up for me in my life, right? And so that is how we utilize the model and the model starts with the circumstance, then has the thought, then has a feeling, then has actions, and then it has a result at the end. So there's five parts to it. 
Okay, and so I'm going to give you a couple of examples so you can begin to start to wrap your head around the concept. And then I really want to encourage you to start applying this into your life. And the reason we're getting results that we don't want is simply because we are running what I like to call an unintentional model. So we're having this unintentional thought. We're uncovering the unintentional thought how it's really showing up in our life, how it's making us behave, the results that it's giving us. And then the awesome news is that we as humans have this ability to think about our thinking, right? So we can take what we uncover from that and the awareness that we have brought to ourselves with that information and we can simply turn around our thought. And sometimes turning it around isn't necessarily turning it around totally to the opposite. It's just adding in something like, oh, it's possible for. I like the idea of uncovering if, right? So we're just going to add little phrases to the first thought that we had. And you will begin to see that that brings you to a different feeling place. And from those emotions, you're able to take on different actions and that's going to bring you a bring about for you a different result some things that you may have already in your own life now that I've kind of brought this awareness into you and in in, in between your ears today of how this plays out is some awareness that you might be starting to have is take for example your past attempts to try to drink less right if you perceive and have the thought, nothing relieves stress like alcohol as a fact, then when you're feeling stress, you're going to take the action that ends up with the result of you consuming alcohol. And then another example is if you're thinking, I have problem people in my life, then the reason you think alcohol relieves stress is because you're believing I have problem people in my life. These people are the problem. I'm getting stressed out. So you have that running belief about alcohol relief stress. I'm getting stressed out because these people in my life. And then you have this stress feeling. You take the action of consuming alcohol. So we're going to get really, really deep into this as more more of the podcasts go along in the future. And so because I, my hunch is pretty, pretty, uh, a lot of you, I can't even get out my words right today. A lot of you are kind of, okay, maybe, maybe what she's saying is right. I'm not sure about that. It sounds a little strange, which is normal because we are not really taught how to process things this way. We're really taught more and programmed and conditioned more to let's change the thing, right? Let's change the people. Let's change the circumstance. Let's change the job. Not look at, oh, what if it's my thinking? What if it's the thought I'm having, right? So this might seem a little strange to kind of wrap your head around. But what I want you to do is open yourself up to the idea that what if this actually does help? What if this is my missing key, right? So let's go into a first example that it will kind of give you a little bit of an idea of understanding how to separate between a circumstance and a thought. So um, just as I was getting ready to record this at our house, I went outside to check on my husband, see what he's up to before I came in and to make sure he wasn't going to be doing yard work and all that other stuff outside. And so we have this thermostat 
that is outside hanging outside on her back porch. And I just looked at it right before I came in and it showed that it read 85 degrees. And so on this thermostat that's hanging outside, it reads 85 degrees. And that's a circumstance, right? You can see the number on it. It's pointing at the 85 degrees. It's a neutral fact. And then nothing is, this is just a very neutral fact until I have a thought about it, right? And so there could be two different, very different thoughts about this, right? Because it's hanging outside and I could say it's cool outside. And this is a thought that's coming from my, the, the, the fact that I live in Florida and it is October and 85 degrees is actually cooling off. And so for me, and my thought is like, oh, it's cool outside. It's getting cooler outside. It's getting closer to where we're going to be able to turn off the air conditioner. And that's my experience of 85 degrees. Where someone else might have the thought 85 degrees is hot. Especially if this person lives in some place like Nebraska and it's the end of October, almost November. To them, their interpretation of 85 degrees would be that it is hot, right? And so the fact of the statement isn't that it's cold or that it's hot. The only facts and the circumstance in this, in this situation, in this example that I'm trying to give you is that the thermostat reads 85 degrees. That's it. The rest of it around that, the cold and the hot, all are thoughts. Okay, so most people are able to get that example and understand it a little differently between circumstance and a thought, right? And so now what I want to do is bring over something and that's a little more emotionally charged and bring it in and apply it to our lives and our roles in as we are exiting the drinking life and changing what it is we're drinking. So let's take the statement I don't drink alcohol, right? So let's take that because it's very emotionally charged. And a lot of us, when we're working on exiting the drinking life, changing what it is we're drinking, we get very concerned about what other people might think, right? And so the reason this is so supercharged is because if we could take this model concept that I'm working on teaching you here and how our thoughts where circumstance is totally neutral. So the neutral circumstance here is Debbie said she does not drink alcohol. That's it, because that's all I said. Yet, some people, when they hear that, they then go to the thought of she must be an alcoholic. How sad for her. Oh, we better not talk about what we drink in front of her because she won't be able to handle it. Those are actually all thoughts. You might really argue for some of these thoughts because we are socially conditioned to think anyone who does not consume alcohol has some form of a problem in their life and they and that their life also must be miserable, right? And we're very socially conditioned to believe that. Well, yet the reality here is the circumstance is Debbie said she does not drink alcohol, right? And so someone else who hears that thought 
they might actually hear the same thing, me saying I don't drink alcohol, and their thoughts might go to something like, she's one lucky person, no hangovers for her. Her health must be really important to her. That's really cool that she's able to do that, right? And so let's also take a look. And I know that this happens a lot to a lot of people, like when you're first navigating this, and this is where bringing awareness into what do you believe about even just being able to make the statement of I don't drink alcohol, right? Then bringing all that awareness to, okay, when I think that, that I'm going to say that someplace, what am I making it mean? How worried am I about what other people are going to think? And because people could have totally different opinions and different thoughts about it, right? But yet, if you're thinking people are going to be thinking and believing more like the first statements, right? She must be an alcoholic. How sad for her. Oh, we better not talk about our drinking in front of her. She won't be able to handle it. Then, of course, you that's going to lead you to these feelings of discomfort and you're not going to be willing to take the actions of following through for yourself on what it is that you actually want to do, right? So to help you with that and really take this thoughts, create our feelings, which create our actions to a different point around our same life we're living here with changing what we're drinking, right? So when... um. This other statement, it's actually a question that we're asked a lot, right? And so we go someplace and we're asked, would you like something to drink? Now, my hunch is that you have a variety of thoughts even about that question based upon where you are and the age of the person asking it, right? For example, when I asked this question day in and day out when I was on board the aircraft and on my flights, I got very different answers to this question in first class than I did in coach. Now, there's uh, my feeling is there's a couple of reasons around it. First of all, first class, the alcohol is free. And so people are like, oh, I don't have to pay. I can drink. It's free for all. Let's have all this free alcohol. And secondly, they're also running some form of a thought of, oh, she wants to know if I want alcohol to drink. When you're asking an adult, would you like something to drink? That means they're referring only to alcohol. But what if they're not? Because the circumstance really is, would you like something to drink? So just think about how that plays out. Where, and back to the on the airplane, when I would ask in coach, would you like something to drink? Most of the people answered with some form of juice or some form of soda or water. Right. And then part of it is because they were going to have to pay if they had alcohol. Plus, I honestly believe they didn't have this overall running assumption that I was meaning alcohol simply from the fact of the different class of the cabin they were sitting on the airplane. So let's take that same example. Right. So if you're asked this question in a fast food restaurant, are you automatically assuming and having thoughts that this person asking you would like to know if you want alcohol? No, probably not because I don't I don't know too many fast food restaurants that serve alcohol. So it's where you are, right? And where, yet if you're in a restaurant 
and you're sitting down and you're waiting or you're even sitting at a bar, when they ask you, would you like something to drink? Your assumption, especially as a, dr- a person who consumes alcohol, automatically goes to they want to know if I want alcohol because you're an adult. But yet you don't automatically, automatically have that same thought if they're asking that same question to a child, right? So you can see how learning in this work of separating out the circumstance, which are basically the circumstance is a person asked me, would I like something to drink? Right? That's it. That's all the person asked. So if you can remember that the next time you go someplace and you're concerned about what other people might think if you want to follow through with your plan to not drink when you said you wouldn't drink, then Oh, she's just asking me. The circumstance is this person, she, he, whomever, is asking me, do I want something to drink? So brain, do I want something to drink? Yes. No. I don't know. You don't, you don't even have to have the word alcohol come in your picture. Your answer can just be, no, I'm fine. Or... Yes, I would like club soda, Diet Coke, iced tea, coffee. There's a lot of choices that you could have, right? So can you see how bringing in awareness to how your thoughts create your feelings, which create your actions, which brings about the results for you, and also awareness of what are the actual circumstances that took place, And so in that simple one of bringing it back to, especially what you're going to deal with a lot of navigating your thoughts around as you first decide, okay, I'm done with this alcohol for right now. I'm going to experiment and go out of my life and live and and have a couple of experiences where I'm not going to be using alcohol and play it out and bring in more awareness about what is my life really like without it. Just remember, okay, if I separate out What's the circumstance? What's my thought? What am I making it mean? And I can have a different thought if I want and bring me to a different outcome. So that's what I want to use the word awareness for with you guys today. And as we go more and more into the future episodes, we're going to get more into other words that are going to help with this as you're learning to wrap your mind around this concept and what I call the model of separating out the circumstance from the thoughts and then uncovering how is my thought making me feel when I feel like that, how am I acting when I act like that, what usually comes up and what usually happens for me, right? So this is really, oh, excuse me, sorry, what I want to leave you guys with today as we end the episode here. And uh, let you get a little bit curious about what's actually going on. And when you're doing this, just put yourself into like, I like to refer to it as like Dr. Watson and Sherlock Holmes kind of mindset. Pretend like you're them and that I've got this detective hat on and I'm just becoming aware. So as you go throughout your day today, just bring in some awareness and the rest of the week, your awareness to around how am I automatically assuming a person is asking me if I want alcohol. All right, and have a great week. I will be back between your ears again next week. 
Who is your life coach? If you don't have one, I would be honored to be your coach. I have created a virtual coaching program called Exit and Beyond. I want to invite you to join me inside Exit and Beyond. Inside, we address what you drink, goals, relationships, and challenges. Because this is goes beyond changing what you drink. It's also about helping you create a life you love living. We can do it in so many different ways. We have group coaching, individual coaching, online chats, along with hours of online courses and content I've created just for you. When you're ready to take what you are learning on the podcast to the next level, go to jumpseatcoaching.com forward slash membership. This is Life Coaching with a Flight Attendant's Flair. Jumpseatcoaching.com forward slash membership.